on this episode. <laughs> that was my that was the height of my Facebook meme career was last year. I just put a, a blank uh, bracket. I said, I finally got to get it perfect. And it was an empty bracket because they canceled it last year. Oh, <laughs> good one. That's a good one. Yeah, it was, uh, I was pretty prized. Damn near snapped my wrist, clapped myself how many the back. Sh- how many shares did you get? Uh, it's, uh, I had to go look it up, but it was a decent amount. Something like look zero it up. one. <laughs> <laughs> look it up. I remember seeing that and I was like, oh, okay, it's an Adam joke. <laughs> that's clever. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a fine joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of No Country for Middle-Aged Men. I am your host, Mark Pearson, and this is my co-host, Phil Collins slash uh, Adam Radliff. Hey, again, I know nothing about <laughs> Phil Collins except for what has been brought up to me, and all I gotta say is I don't understand the hate, but anyway, we'll move on. Understand how much Dan hates him. <laughs> Joe, do you have any oh, yeah. thoughts on Phil Collins? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. He gets it. (laughs) He gets it. Uh, And yeah, today we have a special guest, uh, Joe Bates. Oh, hey. Hello. This guy. Hi, Mark and Adam. Can you give us a quick encapsulation of your history uh, through comedy, how you got started? (laughs) Yeah, just a real quick thing of nine and a half years of my life. Uh, 90 seconds. No. <laughs> yeah, 90 <laughs> seconds. Uh, I was bad. I uh, hung out with the wrong people, and then I was funny, Tony. and I got work, and now I'm better than everybody. <laughs> solid, solid answer. So did you start in Houston? Yeah, I started in Houston. I actually was in Houston. When I was 18, I did it at the Laugh Stop in River Oaks. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, and then I ate shit there. I just bombed. Someone in the crowd went wow, 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 wow. And I was like, I'm never doing. <laughs> hey, it's my dog. I'm never hey. doing this again. <laughs> so then seven years later, I tried it again, was doing it, met a previous guest of the podcast, Torian Tomlin, mm-hmm. uh, hung out with him. Uh, Jermaine Warren. I don't know if you guys know that guy. He's not. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's really been doing it for a while. Uh, Cody Greenlee. Torian and I mentioned him. Um, but yeah, I started when I was like 25 uh, in Houston fully when, when the last stop was then Sherlock's. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then I recorded my album down at the Secret Group last year. So it all Holy comes full shit. circle. And I can now I might, officially... I, wonder, I might have been there. Yeah, well, it seems like it was memorable. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Adam. Yeah, dude. No, that's good. I always like. I always like your... that. Oh yeah, that was you or somebody. No, not really. <laughs> yeah, very little. So, what made you try it when you were like younger? You say when you're 18. Oh, when you, I was like, I'm yeah. out for seven years. I watched Last Comic Standing, mm-hmm. the first season, and that fan one, and I was pissed. And I was like, if that, if that guy can be a comic, then I can do it. So I started stand up out of spite. Nice. It's a great, it's a great motivator. Yeah. 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 So it's just a lot of hate in my heart that really drives me. 
Uh, <laughs> but no, I also listened to a lot of stand up growing up. I listened to like, you know, everybody says Hedberg, all that shit. But I listened to like Jim Gaffigan. Mm-hmm. Bob Newhart was the first album I ever really listened to. Um, so I was like, oh, I kind of like this. She used to go to comedy clubs. I was like 16, 17 to go watch and everything. Which, when you see like at a comedy club, like a 16 year old there, you're like, oh, man. You're a loser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, what man, was I was doing that. Back in May, there was a couple of kids. They looked like they were probably 16, 17. And they came up to Kuagenti when I was talking to him. And they were like fangirling really hard. <laughs> For Kuagenti? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sad state of affairs here in Houston. Joe. You know, you, I'll tell you a story about Koo uh, that happened about nine years ago. We were, uh, Rich Williams was hosting an open mic at the Hookah Lounge or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my brother came to see me. It's the first time my brother ever seen me do stand up. And he, uh, where he was driving a Maserati at the time. My brother does pretty well for himself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he got a Maserati so. parked at the Uptown Hookah, and uh, all of a sudden, this guy, I think it was Blaine the Comic, does like an hour. Uh, like and unplanned? I don't know. You, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna judge the people running the mic for nothing. But he did an hour, and he was <laughs> Wait, making. He fun did of- an hour on an open mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very open. Did, doesn't uh, he know that your brother drives a Maserati? Well, he was there, you know? I had already <laughs> gone people. beforehand, which helped. You know, I did very well uh, as I one of the few times in my first year I did well. Um, but he does an hour and he makes fun of these guys at the pool table there. And then he goes to the restroom. And my brother's in the restroom, too. And they're pissing the urinal because what else are you going to do there? And mm-hmm. the two guys at the pool table came to, and they go, hey, dude, you think you're funny? And they just start like shoving and punching Blaine while my brother's trying to piss. And then they just hightail it and they're running out. And everyone's like, stop him. Rich Williams is like, stop him. And he's, you know, he walks all weird. Uh, (laughs) I saw Kuagenti hurdle like a booth. He hurdled it. Nah, this story is. He ran and hurled it. yeah, I I always have respect because I never seen a guy hurdle a booth before, but that was Koo. <laughs> was and he then chasing my, him down or trying to run out of the way? No, he's chasing him down. Koo was trying to be a hero, and then I guess somebody moved their car in front of him. The cops were called, and uh, I was scared as a young white man. Uh, <laughs> so I went to Rich, and I was like, "Hey, oh yeah, what well, the." The first thing I did, Miguel Dominguez, I don't know if you know who he is. He was an old uh, open micer, which means nothing. Uh, but he <laughs> was up next, and I was like, go, follow that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so then I go over to Rich Williams, and I go, hey, uh, my brother's worried about his Maserati getting hit by these guys. And uh, I go to Rich Williams, and I go, hey, can I uh, leave? <laughs> and he goes, what are you talking about? I go, can I go? And he goes, yeah, you don't have to stay for the whole open mic. I go, no, 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 no. Is it safe? (laughs) (laughs) And he just laughed at me and told me to leave. Uh, (laughs) I also have like a Rich Williams mixtape of music he made somewhere, but I've never, ever listened to it. I got to find it. I love that. that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah that is what it's called. Love that. He's got a lot of. Yeah, well, if it. you need a copy, Torian still got one. 
So yeah, we can burn you a copy. That's how I discovered it as well. Yeah, yeah me and Dorian really shouldn't be people. <laughs> so Torin, I don't know where where y'all fit in y'all story because you said you started, took seven years off, went back at it. That's when you ran into Torian. So yeah, so I understand yeah. with him, he started and then took seven years off, and then I come into the scene, and that's where I met him. Yeah, he so took like seven years off during cycle. my career of stand up. You know? Oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he started, <laughs> and I I kept doing it, and he stopped uh, and sold luggage. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, he sells high-end luggage. Or I don't know if he does that anymore. There's no way of knowing. <laughs> There's no way of knowing. <laughs> There's literally it's no maintained. Way to find it's out. impossible to know. Uh, but internet, no, yeah, I we think that that's a him and Cody Greenley were doing this podcast, and I kind of just finagled my way in there. Like, you need a third, right? And they're like, <laughs> I guess. I go, we're pretty chummy, aren't we? So wouldn't we be pretty funny if I was on there too? Uh, How'd that go? I I was in it. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> then Cody and Torian don't. Well, I guess Torian's back to doing it, but they all quit, and I kept doing it. So it was really a good jumping off point for me. Uh, so how long were you in Houston before you uh, made a move? Uh, a little over a year. Then I moved. I my job took me out to the Bay Area. I was excited okay. to go do some stand-up in San Francisco, but I found out that San Jose is too far away to make that work. So I was mm-hmm. down in the South Bay. and uh, yeah, I grew up in California, so I know uh, that was my old stomping grounds. I didn't live in the Bay Area. I lived just uh, east of there, out in Modesto area. Oh, so Modesto. All the time. Yeah. Like Tommy T's area. Mm-hmm. And Pendleton? Is it Pendleton or... No, Pendleton's south of there. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, but yeah. I was more east. So you lived in San Jose? I lived in, I, technically I lived in Mountain View and I worked in Milpitas. Okay. Uh, okay, I, yeah. I lived right across the street from Google headquarters. Okay. Yeah, really? I didn't know where all that is. Yeah, it was stupid. I, Very expensive apartment. Yeah. 700. Please tell, me, please tell me you worked for Google then. No, 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 no. I worked for... You just flexed uh, on for all Bart. their employees. Like, you want to be able to walk to work? Go fuck yourself. This is my <laughs> yeah, spot yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I think they were screwing me over because I had a 750 square foot apartment, two bedrooms, and it was $2,100 a month. Dear God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think the real person getting screwed over so, is. Yeah. When you guy. said your brother was doing okay, uh, I think you might be doing okay yourself. If you can afford <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the crazy thing is he's doing like six times better than my okay. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds like it's a very successful family. Yeah. It, it really sucks. love the fact that you did comedy. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, at some point, we've got too much money. You know, I, I just shit out a whole bar of gold. Uh-huh. I didn't know I even ate that much gold. I've been using the flakes <laughs> on everything. Cereal, <laughs> coffee. So you so went out to the Bay. Like, how did, You say you weren't close enough to do San Francisco. What was the comedy scene like where you were? Uh, it was good. It was just like an hour. I thought I would be able to do the train, but the train stops at like midnight. So you can't mm-hmm. really take the train like you think you should be able to. And it's like an hour and 15 minute drive. Then it's like 30 minutes to find parking. And then you got to pay for parking usually when you're in San Francisco. I think that someone said this, that there are more cars in San Francisco than parking spots. Yeah. It's like the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, So it was just tough to go up there and do mics and everything. Just driving like three hours every night, which I would do. I would go and do shows and stuff, but it was just 
very draining. And then down in the oh, San Jose, it was like the San Jose Improv and Rooster Teeth Feathers. And Rooster Teeth Feathers is a good club, but I just wasn't, I wasn't getting into that club. <laughs> the lady told me that if you do jokes like that, you'll never work at this club. <laughs> and they weren't like dark or dirty. They were just regular mm-hmm. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> was she like implying that they weren't funny enough or? Uh, I used to do, well, I kind of still do, I do a different version, but I used to do impressions, but they're impressions of like, uh, nonsense. Like, um, this is my impression of a reasonable cowboy. This town's big enough for the both of us. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's funny, Joe. She said, "I don't. It's, I don't let people do jokes like that here." And I said, "Okie dokes." <laughs> That's too bad. Apparently, that that town was not big enough for the both. Yeah, of you. <laughs> yeah. Just, the town was big enough. They just didn't want me. Uh, <laughs> it's a whole different field of, of size for a town. Uh, I was not big enough for me to hide. Uh, <laughs> that was the issue. So then I lost my job and I had some trouble with the law. So then I moved to Chicago and then down to Indianapolis. Uh, mm. I was counterfeiting money. As one does. <laughs> yeah. I'm really good at drawing. <laughs> Real catch me if you can kind of a scenario we got going on here. Yeah, I knew it was bad because when I was out there, I was so sad. We started that podcast again with Torian and Cody. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to revamp. You just missed him that much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what so was the what? comedy? Like, I, so I just started comedy uh, here in Houston a couple of years back. So I know what the scene's like now. I'd be curious to hear like what was the scene like back then. Were there personalities that kind of controlled everything? Were they were the gatekeepers for everything? Or is it pretty loose? Was there clicks? Uh, I would say it was, you know, I don't to give anything too crazy because I still know people there and I like, um, but it's, uh, I would say, hold on a sec. I got my, my dog is being loud. <laughs> I got to sit on his bone. Now I'm sitting on a bone, baby. Jeez, <laughs> um, that's not going to be good for my album. No, yeah. gonna buy it. And they're gonna hear sitting on a bone that goes all oh, my christian fan base um <laughs> they made it mainly, through your podcast it, days that's surprising yeah yeah it's the episcopalians that are the problems so i um was where are we oh starting in houston so i started in houston they had sherlock's which was like a f- f- five hour it's like rudyard's now um mm. They had no real independent shows. You were told to go to the comedy showcase and just hang out there every weekend, write your name down, and eventually you would get a guest set. So me and my buddy Jermaine Warren at the time was called Jimmy Jam. We were going there every weekend for like eight months. The assistant manager kept telling me, oh, you're close. You know, I saw you perform that one time. I think we're going to get you eventually. Got nothing. (laughs) Never (laughs) Never got a guest set. And I was just taught that's how you did things. And nowadays, that's not how you do things at all. People just work at clubs easily with like a year in. Uh, They just didn't like us. Uh, (laughs) But we would do that all the time. And then I I was frustrated. And there's another guy, Kevin Farron, um, who doesn't do comedy anymore. I think he trains dogs for the TSA. Good guy. Uh, He, uh, we decided like, well, why don't we just do a show? 
So we mm-hmm. did like one of the first independent shows in Houston. Like they were independent shows, but first like kind of like hip independent shows. We were doing that like every two months. Um, so I was trying to write like a new fifteen each two months to do it, and uh, we start our first show was at Super Happy Funland. I think that's still around. Yeah, that, I somebody, don't know why somebody, that place is still around doing, because somebody that's a just horrible recently place. started doing a show there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sam Oren Palmer. Uh, do you know him? I know. Or of you him. just heard about him? Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he's, he's my cup of tea. He's certainly not my cup of tea. I'd say he's mo- like not most people's cups of tea, but uh, I would say he's not even a cup. <laughs> yeah, the guy's uh, he's he's an interesting character. So it's good to know that your this thing that you started has somehow morphed into that. So yeah, and Dusty Rhodes was involved in that too. And then uh, we worked together. And then eventually Sherlock's went away. And when that happened. Kevin and Dusty, me, I was always part of the group at name only just to talk to people if somebody was upset with somebody. <laughs> it's really the only role I had. But we started the Rudyard's Open Mic. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, I the was best, the first still host the best ever. Open mic. Yeah, I was the first host ever for the first ever Rudyard's Open Mic. Huh. Did not know that. I also want to say Dusty Rhodes did most of the work for this. <laughs> Ninety <laughs> percent Dusty Rhodes, nine percent Kevin, one percent someone else, and I was fourth. <laughs> but cool. uh, yeah, I'm glad it's still going on. It's really cool, you know. It's a nice yeah. little mic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there was who else was there when I started? Chase DeRusso was there. Yep. Uh, Barrett Goldsmith, you know. Uh, Matthew Broussard actually started one day before I started, and our careers are at the right? exact same level. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rich and Koo were there. All the whiskey brothers were there. Um, uh-huh. Andy Huggins was a, a very young man back then. Uh, <laughs> he was a, only uh, 60. Yeah, only he's only he's only 60 but uh no it was cool and then like uh seeing everybody and it, it felt different than what i see in other scenes because it felt like there were some older comics you could talk to there was levels to work with the only thing that really was missing was like a cool kind of indie scene within it which now houston has a plethora of which is really cool yeah. when especially with right. andrew and uh steven doing the secret group over there for sure so you you mentioned uh, I, I, we were talking earlier, and you said you got a show coming up uh, in Houston. Uh, is that going to be where? Do you know where that's what location that's going to be? Or is it going to be in Houston? Or is it elsewhere? Oh no, dude, dude! I already did the show. What? You already <laughs> came to Houston and did about? a show? I recorded in Houston. Oh no! Last I thought year. you were coming. No, 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 Are you no, coming no, no. back to Houston? I just want to. I'm just on this to promote my album that's coming out January twenty oh. second. Joe Bates, Joe Bates, Joe Bates by Joe Bates. That's gonna be hard to remember. But <laughs> what are you? I'm not in Houston. I don't give a fuck about being in Houston no more. I already did it. I'm you, literally you, just you, here you, to promote gotten, an album. Surpassed. I want to sell one copy on your podcast, the uh, No Country for Middle Aged Men, which I think yeah. I'm older than both of you. Uh, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> what are you? What are you? How old are you? Uh, I'm 35. 39. Oh, mm, yeah, I'm not 35 until uh, 
The exactly. day my album comes out, January 22nd, Joe What's Bates, the name of that Joe album? Bates, Joe Bates. It's Joe Bates, Joe Bates, Joe Bates, by Joe Bates. Um, you can buy it on iTunes. I would prefer iTunes so I can get number one on iTunes. No comic, I don't know if you know this, no comic has ever been number one on iTunes. I'm going to be the first. Yeah, um, you yeah. picked the, you've picked the correct springboard uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, to make it I'm happen. Thinking, I'm thinking about doing an album completely in print next. Um, <laughs> Trendsetter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Printsetter. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, that, I'm not in Houston at all. I'm not, I'm not going to travel, especially with this uh, COVID-19. Have you heard of this? What? COVID what? You know the worst thing about COVID-19? We can't eat bats anymore. I know it's very disappointing. <laughs> yummy, yummy bats. Was or it a penguins. bat or was it a pangolin? I don't care. Those are delicious. I'm not risking it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're telling me. So I'd never even heard of a pangolin before, and they're hideous as all get out. But they are also like the most trafficked uh, illegal animal, like in in China. Yeah. So th- they must either be delicious or have some kind of value. I don't know. I'm a little Probably curious. Some sort of like Chinese medicinal value, I'm sure. Yeah. But you're not a little curious. Like the same with those puffer fish that you can kill yourself if they're not prepared correctly. Yeah. People still eat them. Yeah. I'd be curious. I think they, they probably China. figured out a pretty good way of doing it. <laughs> I'm assuming Clearly the, puffer, they didn't. <laughs> the puffer fish mortality rate isn't like 80%. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's the same percent probably for eating raw oysters you know <laughs> probably <laughs> you're not <laughs> no restaurant's gonna take that liability of like uh, <laughs> this family is gonna hit the lottery they yeah they only do parties of one at that place yeah you can only get it in certain countries it's definitely illegal in america for sure the pangolin or the blowfish the blowfish, the puffer oh. fish. Uh, yeah, they, okay. still, they serve it. It's like, yeah, it's you will die if they fuck it up. So you have to write like sign a release, but it's like in these all kinds of fucked up countries. That- they should make us. Uh, they should make us sign a uh, a release for triple chocolate fudge cake. <laughs> you can't tell that's, those jokes on this podcast. That's gonna go to my hips. <laughs> what was the name of that club manager? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. It was just she was right, you know. <laughs> she wasn't wrong. So, so was you there, said go after, ahead, sorry. I said okay. after California, you went to Chicago. What took you to Chicago? Was it the comedy, or was there just another opportunity I, there? I needed to leave where I was. Mm-hmm. And since I was on in probation, I figured I should leave California and I wanted to go to a major city, but I was too scared to go to New York and uh, I could get work in Chicago. So I was between Chicago or Houston and I didn't want to go back to Houston because then you feel like an idiot. You know, there's people who move and then they come back and they're like, hey, remember how I moved? Forget it. Forget I ever moved. I never moved. I never <laughs> failed. I'm doing this the thing I was doing a year ago. It didn't work out there, but it works here. Um, <laughs> but so I took to Chicago and then the job was like, uh, hey, we have a project for you to work on down in Indianapolis. It's going to be there. You'll be there for like two weeks. And I've been here mm-hmm. for five years. Damn. What are you, what are you uh, working on? Bridge. I, I, I do road, cost railroad. consulting. I'm a cost engineer. 
uh, I, I, I work for oil companies, pharma, whoever needs me to run their budgets and forecasts. This is the part of the podcast. People turn it off. Uh, <laughs> you think they made it this far? <laughs> it's the most boring job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think they have. Um, <laughs> I, I am on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> or do they turn it off like, wait, he's not in Houston? what the fuck i thought he was visiting at least uh that's covid um (laughs) but uh yeah so then i've been here but the the good thing about indianapolis is like there's like 20 30 clubs within like a four or five hour drive really of indianapolis so you can just constantly get out there and it's really worked out well for me i got a lot better I got a lot more stage time, longer stage time, and now the look at me. Comedy clubs? I finally made it to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, after you've reg- come on here, you've definitely arrived. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. Those clubs are those all like legit comedy clubs? So like here in Houston, there's only like no one and a half comedy <laughs> clubs. <laughs> Yeah, it is a legit. I mean, it's legit. You know, it's uh, there's cracker. At one point in Indianapolis, there was like four clubs plus like a very small venue that called itself a club. Um, but yeah, there's Cincinnati is two hours away, Louisville's two hours away, uh, Detroit's four hours, Chicago's three hours. You know, mm-hmm. it's all it's a lot of, and they're like the clubs of the city. You know, each city has like one, two clubs, and it's not that mm-hmm. hard to get there and get up time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found out from California driving so much, it wasn't a big deal for me to drive two hours one night and two hours back. And yeah, I mean St. Louis, yeah, California, is like four hours away. That's not too bad. Yeah, if you live in California, you learn you have to drive to get anywhere. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's crazy. But not in Houston. The public transportation in Houston is superb. <laughs> 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 yeah. What public transportation? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I worked it's on the that the, the light rail train. The light I, rail. Yeah, I worked on. I worked on uh, the section near the Dynamo Stadium. Oh, you don't want to admit to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they were <laughs> the supposed mo- to make like another light rail train that ties everything together, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, some rich neighborhood, I think it's River Oaks, they just didn't want a train through the neighborhood because they thought it would be a little like uh, passe. Yeah. Their words, <laughs> not mine. Uh, <laughs> so that's why we don't have none of that, you know? So it all doesn't make any sense. But 288 got remodeled. How's that looking? It's looking like 288. Hell yeah. It's dude. still um, very much under construction. Very yeah. much. Everything is under construction still. Yeah. So, like, how did your company. Like this government. have you seen this stuff it's crazy i just heard about this trump guy he's been there for four years apparently (laughs) no i think you would say he's going to be there for four more years is that what you said oh i i mean i don't know no (laughs) i don't i don't trust numbers i'll tell you that much (laughs) aren't you a caustic manager uh look Someone calls me and they tell me to find eleven thousand dollars. I'll find it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Dear God. So what if God answered you? (laughs) Anytime someone says dear God, what if God's like, yeah, what? 
Uh-oh. <laughs> like, it was not prepared. Man, you're fucking up. <laughs> you're going to tell God, man. You're, yeah, I don't know. I feel like if God shows up, I'm not going to have the balls to step up to him. <laughs> <laughs> you're he all powerful, aren't you? Yes. Well, whatever. It's good. It's good. <laughs> So you so, said you've done a you've done a a album before. You did a recording at the Secret Group. I recorded well, how did, the like, album. How did you distribute it? The, I, Adam, we were having a disconnect. So I recorded the album last year, January twenty fifth, two thousand twenty. I am releasing that album January twenty second, two thousand twenty one. Uh on iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, uh, okay. <laughs> for people to take in that way. That's the plan. Gotcha. It's just, it took a while. I, again, COVID-19, I don't know if you've heard of it, delayed a lot of things. <laughs> so I'm releasing with Ontour Records, which is a record company based out of Lexington, Kentucky. Um, mm. They were really cool and everything, and they got some of my, they got a bunch of my tracks on XM Radio, so I owe them so much money. Uh <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, so that's that's I kind of uh, I had to figure out I wanted to do an album. Trust my stuff to do that, and like at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Nothing really matters in stand up. Nothing you do, this podcast, the stand up sets, uh, older comics talking to you, none of it matters. Nobody matters. Uh, so I just did it because nothing matters, and we all die, and <laughs> some of us will go to God. Uh, some of us won't. Uh, Episcopalian God. Um, so I just talked to uh, the secret group, set up a show. I'd done a couple shows there before and uh, sold out two shows, recorded it, got a sound guy and everything, put it together, and on tour, saw me at a festival. They liked me, and they said, we'll do an album with you. So ended up working out pretty smoothly we'll see how the release goes but i've listened to it and it's me talking so it's pretty good (laughs) so you haven't let anybody else listen to it for a little bit of a uh, critique well i mean they can do about it it's on yeah i mean the record company is listening to it the my editor has listened to it and everything um they seem to like it that's good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now you're not saying hey maybe next year you know <laughs> there none of them have texted me mistake uh, <laughs> so, so if I'm, it goes really really well um is your, is the plan to quit the quit the the day job and just do comedy full-time or or what, what are your thoughts so uh, an album going really well I don't know what that looks like. You're not going to make a lot of money off of it when you start selling things digitally, unless you sell it straight off of your website, which I'm, I don't know, even know how to do. Uh, my website hasn't been updated in two years. Uh, so I, uh, I don't, there's no, there's no album success unless it, this is what my sister told me. My sister says, you just need to, you just need to get the album to go viral. 
<laughs> I, I hope go, you paid her for that advice because that I is go, sage it's advice. An hour long album. What do you think is happening? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when has an hour long thing gone viral? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, you just got to figure out the story. What's the story? Like, what's the catch? I go, it's an album of stand up. <laughs> I don't know. I you named it my name. The rich brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she's richer than me too. They're all so rich. Everyone's so rich. <laughs> Here's the deal. Earlier about the River Oaks thing, saying it's passe. That was us. We started that. We <laughs> we created it. We are. We said passe, but our mouth was full of caviar, so we actually said passe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so now, like, what I meant by that was like, if you have a uh, hour-long album that that does really well. I don't know what that would look like, but I would feel like it would indicate that you have the chops to like this. I could do this full time. You could probably pitch it to people to get like this is proof that my shit works great. Get you shows all around the U.S. And that as is right now, possible. Yeah, but I don't. Why do you know fucking how- say that in the first place? <laughs> because I don't. Because well, here's what I, here's why. Success is not uh, success isn't going to come from an album release unless like you have a major player releasing your album. So Onto Records is very good. They they have a good connection with like Sirius XM Radio, hooking that up and everything. But there's no there's no story where this album comes out and all of a sudden clubs are like we need this guy to headline. There's millions sure. of stand-up comics. There's too many of us. Mm-hmm. Half of us should quit, and the other half should probably quit too. Uh, but <laughs> I, it's just like I'm not gonna quit my day job until I know I until I know I'm making enough money that I can quit my day job, or I literally can't do both. I can do both right now. There's no problem doing both. And I mm-hmm. uh, I can live in New York because I have the day job and everything. Well, I'm, uh, me and my girlfriend are planning on moving this summer. Um, so I, that's, what I, I, that's a recommendation I have to any comic that has like a steady job. You can do both. You don't mm-hmm. want to because you're lazy. But you can do both. <laughs> and it's nice to have a steady income instead of like sucking some random, you know, Booker's dick and be like, I would really like to do the show. You know, you were really funny that one time. And blah, blah, blah. It's like, ugh, it's gross. It's nice to ha- <laughs> it's nice to have the out, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you guys have probably talked to some comic you don't really want to talk to, thinking they're going to help out your career, like me. And I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is becoming abundantly clear, real quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you guys can just sell one of my albums, you know, just yeah. one. What's <laughs> So you're going to have a questionnaire on iTunes. How did you hear about this album? No oh. country podcast or other? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I think I've done. This is probably my sixth podcast in a week. I did one earlier mm-hmm. today, too. It's really uh, it's really been a lot and I'm feeling it. I'm going to be honest. I'm in a groove on it. I'm in a groove about it. Uh, mm-hmm. And a lot of them. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this. They asked me about my stand up career and then. Mm-hmm over and over again i had to reevaluate what i've been doing with my life and uh <laughs> i think by the next podcast i'm just gonna quit comedy on air <laughs> it's really <laughs> <laughs> it's really what's gonna happen so that'll be fun that'll be nice that'll be a good story that that's the viral that's how you go viral right there yeah, exactly you quit <laughs> just have a meltdown <laughs> <laughs> just have a super meltdown <laughs> 
Yeah, so that that can be. I can see how anything can be a drag once you're just doing it over and over and over again. So these other podcasts are these comedians on the podcast or these people completely unrelated to the comedy space. That's what. Uh, yeah, we don't need to hear about your comedy. Let's hear about these podcasts. No, <laughs> no. I mean, no. They're all like they've been doing it for a year or whatever. They they've had continuous. Uh, plugs is recommended from other comics and as you guys saw me i posted in the houston scene about doing anything and everything mm-hmm. but they're all been good you guys have been good as well i enjoy this you know mark has been a very pleasant person adam has been questioning me why i've been here this whole time uh adam really his thoughts of like what this guy's not he's still thinking about me not being in houston uh i can yeah. tell i can tell with like the way he's leaning in the eyes that he's like this guy is just using me and i don't don't like it uh but yeah. mark mark likes it and i can see mark is in the foot play uh <laughs> so i got the quentin tarantino of podcasters over here uh, i may or may not have come up before it's funny you mention it yeah uh, <laughs> I just wonder, like I've I've been in that position, and this like is so bad for your back. I worry about her. I'm worrying about the person in the background so much. <laughs> oh, you worried about my girlfriend? It's just that's She's not a comfortable position. She seems to be comfortable, and she actually put pants on too. I was kind of disappointed. Oh my! Let's right, not brag. My girlfriend is doing her podcast and the only thing. My girlfriend, she won't have me on her podcast because it's about women interviewing women in their careers, and I'm not allowed to be on it. What? I don't know. I find somewhat foul play. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, But yeah, so here's the deal, and I want to thank Mark and Adam uh, both for being on my podcast. Mark, what are your goals? (laughs) (laughs) The old Drew Hallway Uh, switcheroo. (laughs) <laughs> yeah the old switcheroo it depends on are you talking broad long-term goals or are you talking about goals like immediate goals I'm talking about hockey goals. hockey goals yeah. well i would like to score one professional nhl goal for any team i don't care and that would be amazing preferably for the red wings because they're my favorite team but really penguins I mean, guy here i love the play. penguins penguins okay yeah i, I love the Pittsburgh that. for a couple of years okay Marla yeah, you've been playing. all over the place. Yeah, dude, I moved 14 times growing up. Wow. Are all of those warrant based moves, or is just the one in, in <laughs> California? It's, it's not warrant, it's probation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> probation doesn't go away when you leave the county. Uh, after a certain period of time, it does. <laughs> you, you can be honest like you lost a loser leaves town like a roast battle with another comic <laughs> like i'm not no, it, it was a ladder like match privileges. it wasn't a roast battle it was my wrestling days i uh <laughs> I, I was about to grab the 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 contract for a down payment on a house i couldn't afford and then Ray Mysterio 619 me right off the top of the ladder. I hit my head on the turnbuckle. I saw Owen Hart for a second. And uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, it, is that too soon? Is that no, that's that's a, it's in play. No, no, no. It's not like I mentioned no. my wife and kids who aren't with me anymore. <laughs> oh, Come on. (laughs) It's almost like hitting your head that much is not good for your long-term health. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I just did a pod. <laughs> I, one of the podcasts I did, uh, Caitlin McPhee and Candace Connor, is about like illness, and they just talked mm-hmm. about like WWE and concussions. But it, like they tried to tie it to cystic fibrosis, which I still don't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> How did they really rope you into this? Because I, I well. <laughs> I think we've clarified why I'm doing all these podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> January 22nd, Joe Bates, Joe Bates, Joe Bates by Joe Bates is coming out. Yeah. iTunes, Amazon Music, with Spotify, such a specific, you your albums. With such a specific podcast that it relates in no way to comedy or your or anything, why would they even agree to, to do that? Or why would you agree to do that? I, mean, I get your angle. Because I, I got to talk about, I had a concussion where I had like a bunch of short-term memory loss for like 12 hours. So that was just, Did you make that up for their that. podcast. No, 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 that's real. That's a real thing. That was after <laughs> a football game, I kept stand-up? asking my dad the same four questions over and over again. Were you slurring your speech and saying words like out of order and stuff? I uh, honestly have no idea. I, I have no memory of the entire incident. I just remember waking up at three in the morning in the hospital bed and realizing something was wrong. I've had a couple of concussions and the last time I had one, like I didn't think it at the time, but, but like later on the people were like, your, your words were all mixed up. And I was like, nah, everything made sense to me. Nah, like, sense everything we leave me. Yeah. I was just more like, Hey, did we win the game? And my dad's like, yeah. I was like, what was the score? He's like 21, 17. And I go, did I get a touchdown? And he goes, uh, no. And I go, did I make any good defensive plays? He goes, yeah, you rushed a quarterback near the end of the game. You threw an incompletion. I go, cool, cool, cool. Right, did we win the game though? <laughs> <laughs> and it was just that on loop. <laughs> oh, the important funny. question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about me. Which you can see why my album coming out January 22nd is named Joe Bates, Joe Bates, Joe, Joe Bates. Bates. <laughs> By Joe Bates. <laughs> did you have anybody like uh, do a guest spot on your when you did record it? Uh <laughs> Yeah, kind of. See, Dusty, Dusty Rhodes. Okay. Dusty Rhodes hosted it. You know, as mm-hmm. I said earlier, she's from the beginning, so it's nice to have her host. My girlfriend did a guest spot on the second show, and I think Dusty just no. I was supposed to have somebody do stage time for the first show, but she did not show up. Um, so Dusty just filled in. I don't. I don't remember her name. I won't work with her again. <laughs> i mean it's her it really is her loss because it was like the best the early show was amazing ridiculously Mm -hmm. good show but i didn't really have openers because i was the opener Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i had two characters go on before me before i headlined (laughs) really yeah 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 yeah. if you listen to the album you'll see why well when does it release I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I was like, almost. I was like, wait, is he serious? Is he really? Did he really have characters? January twenty second. <laughs> Joe Bates. Joe Bates. Joe Bates. By Joe Bates. Uh, yeah. No. I, I. I did characters for a while, and they were successful. Uh, I got booked as a character on the first ever come come and take it festival. Really? Nice. Yeah. 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 And I went after Maria Bamford. <laughs> <laughs> so maria bamford did I, the whitest kid you know were the headliners and maria bamford was doing an hour and a half and they put two comics in between one nick merriweather i don't know if he's still in houston or not 
and he's going up and he's doing a great he's doing as good a job you can if they're going after maria bamford and i am going up after him as my character uh maxwell robowitz the dirtiest robot comic in north america uh So I'm in a robot costume, and I look to the right, and Maria Bamford's there sitting Indian-style watching Nick Merriweather, and then she looks at me, and I could see through the robot mask uh, her show a face of utter fear and disgust. (laughs) 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 And I'm about to go in front of 500 people, so I just, like, roboted my arms and then pivoted left to not not look at her anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And then went on stage and just had an okay set. <laughs> okay. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was I don't know much. if Houston's ready for the, the robot comic. They, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I actually, and the best part is last year I did Limestone Comedy Festival and Maria Bamford was there and I saw her and I go, and we were talking and I go, Maria, uh, for years i've been wanting to apologize to you and, and she shows that fear and disgust face like whoa what the fuck is this guy gonna say they steal my garbage can uh and i go i was this robot comic on this festival that night you sh- you were nervous when you saw me she had no memory of the festival uh she just told me trauma like, will do that and uh, she goes uh oh no i just get scared when people are wearing masks like oh, Dracula's. she's probably hating 2020. <laughs> yeah, she's probably hating 2020. She goes, which is weird because I used to be in a traveling Star Wars troop where we all wore masks. But yeah, no, it just bothers me. And I was like, I got too many questions. I'll see you years from yeah. now and ask you about yeah. that Star Wars troop <laughs> down the line. That sounds like uh, something like furries, you know. <laughs> I don't. So I that's don't. Really, that's, no, I think it was just a comedy thing, Mark. I don't think no way you got to get weird about it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Jesus. one character you do. What was the other character? Uh, power move guy. I used to. That's a full full character mm-hmm. thing. You. I think you mentioned that character. Yeah, yeah. Era. I've seen your video. Some video clips of you doing the power move guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people love it. i get nervous because when i did the robot to begin with people were booking the robot and not me (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i was like how many many minutes did you have as the robot i think i've only ever had eight to ten the entire time (laughs) i've never been able to write anymore just keep it the way it is you know what why 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 break what doesn't work um <laughs> i somebody saw me do the robot at this one show and the guy he he was a booker at a club he goes yeah man you need to write more material for that robot because one day you can open for that robot and i go why can't the robot open for me and he goes, no, man, you should do it that way. I go, I only got 10 minutes with the robot. He goes, no, you can, you can make it work. And then you get paid twice if you open for the robot. And I was like, again, the robot could open for me. <laughs> <laughs> he never booked me. Uh, <laughs> He's been looking for that robot ever since. He's been looking for the robot ever since. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a robot comic named uh, Mr. Zed. Uh, have you watched Bring the Funny last year? That Jeff Foxworthy show? Where yeah, it like, sounds familiar. So they had a robot comic on there, and I just recently looked at him on YouTube. He's been doing that character for 30 years. Damn. Age as well. <laughs> well, it doesn't age at all. He's a robot. Uh, exactly. 
but it's like that's why I don't like a lot of people go like, well you should stick with this people really like this I'm like nah man when you get stuck with like a catchphrase or a character mm-hmm. you can't it's just hard to get out of that world and then everyone expects it, that and when you don't do it they're mad at you and eh, I'd rather just yeah. be my name three times by my name <laughs> January 22nd <laughs> is that the reason for the name of the t- of the album kind of you're in different you're multiple yeah, it's different kinda, people in show? I, I mean i the whole thing is like i i'm usually very cocky like i would say my persona on stage is cocky narcissistic mm-hmm. uh, a little insecure um but yeah so i wanted something narcissistic and also kind of says what's going on in the album too so clever um, and it's not just like I have a little, not sketch, but just some dialogue stuff in there that makes it seem like it makes sense when it happens instead of like, okay, everybody, well, that was a fun time. Now I'm going to bring <laughs> out, oh, guess who, this character. Everyone loves him. <laughs> uh, for the people listening at home on the audio version of this podcast, <laughs> I recently just put my right hand up to my right ear, my left hand up to my left ear to signify a Hulk Hogan-like audience applause <laughs> hearing it. Which doesn't make any sense why Hulk Hogan would do that, because the crowd was so loud that he didn't need any help hearing them. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Why is it recently I've been hearing a lot of people reference Hulk Hogan? Is he back in like pop culture or something? Did he, he ever leave? the president. <laughs> <laughs> How have we not heard that? <laughs> Maybe it's just the circles I talk to or the people I've been hanging around. It's just been so many people I know recently have been like making references to Hulk Hogan. I've just been like, why? Why all of a sudden Hulk Hogan? Is it like a new? Tr- is it like a trending thing? <laughs> I think uh, Hulk Hogan is just a fun reference and nostalgic thing people can say, and when they hear it, they go, "Oh my mm-hmm. god, I remember that!" And then they like you. Well, that's possible. Those are my people, favorite stand-up comics. Is the ones that say uh, they go on stage and they're like, uh, "You guys remember Rookie of the Year?" <laughs> and the crowd goes, "Yeah!" And he goes, "Cool." Anyways, my wife's fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about winning people over to your side, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I guess you know. Just a, mm-hmm. another character, uh, but I, I I did recently have a joke about street sharks get picked up on Sirius XM radio. Um, so who is the problem? <laughs> For again, those listening at home, after I said who is the problem, I took my right hand and stuck out my right pointer finger towards my own face, signifying I am the problem. All right. <laughs> Back to you, Mark. Remember when Adam was gone for two seconds and no one noticed? <laughs> Behind yeah. the scenes, inside baseball. I had to grab a water. Exactly. Adam, Adam's one of, the, one of the people on the podcast that... Oh, actually, Adam is trying to stay hydrated because our other co-host has been... He hasn't been able to join us for probably the last month and a half. And he is well known and well documented as being the man who drinks more Diet Pepsi than any other liquid on planet Earth. Oh. So... Adam's so trying skinny to guy to keep up with him. Yeah. Yeah. Real, real skinny. skinny. 
Guy's the shape of a bowling ball. <laughs> Great guy, though. Zero thirty-six zero. <laughs> That's the shape of a bowling ball. Sounds about right. Yeah. What bowling ball is thirty? What is centimeters? Inches? Look, it's not up to me. Don't to make decide. me do math. <laughs> you know what I recently so you did, did? You want to hear something recent? This is uh, so I do a lot of like random data things that I get interested in and build spreadsheets because I'm an insane person. But I mm-hmm. recently looked up, and I'm gonna tweet about it uh, tonight or tomorrow. Uh, how many bills are on the Buffalo Bills each season? <laughs> so I counted Willies and Billies and Wills as well as a bill because you could go to a bill. In the last 20 years, there's only been one bill. But early early on, they had up to five bills on their team. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and now they're actually relevant temporarily. We'll see how long this lasts. Well, that's why, yeah, that's why I looked it up. But I, they don't have enough bills to win, I don't think. No, I <laughs> <laughs> really don't. As a Houstonian, we hate bills because of Bill O'Brien. Oh so yeah, GM for years and ruined our team. Yeah, but and he was really good with trades, themselves. though. Nope. Uh, okay. <laughs> hey, so I you guys you are Rockets. There. You guys are Rockets fans, right? What I see uh, for y'all at home who can't see what I just did, I just gave uh, Joe the finger. <laughs> For his sarcasm. Uh, we can hear it. Uh, you don't need to explain. <laughs> Jeez, Adam. <laughs> Adam uh, is a Rockets fan, as you can probably tell by his shirt. Yeah. I, since I grew up in California, though, I'm a Warriors fan. And I oh, was a Warriors fan you. when they sucked. Okay, good, I guess. And you're from there, <laughs> so it's completely excusable. I mean, yeah, I was a Rockets fan when Tracy McGrady was our best player, you know? <laughs> I was a Rockets fan. Oh, no, Steve I'm sorry. Francis not Tracy McGrady. No, Trevor player. Ariza. <laughs> That's what I was trying oh, to say. Oh, that was Ariza. a dark year. That was yeah. a dark year. Luis Scola. I was like, get the ball to Luis Scola. And then I'm like, what am I saying as a fan? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why did I ever say that? I went to a Rockets Pacers game. I sat like third row back from courtside. I, I had that kind of money. And um, I... <laughs> I was sitting there. I was by myself because, you know, money makes you lonely. And uh, these people kept looking at me during the game. And one person leaned over and goes, are you Luis Scola's brother? Hilarious. And I was like, that is hurtful. (laughs) And then I had another person tell me I look like Luis Scola. I was at a gas station and I was getting some. uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I can kind of see it. Yeah, I know. I, well, it sucks. So I and uh, I, I was very, very Louis Scola at the time. Now I'm just property brother. Uh, but I whoa, 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 whoa! You're saying you've gotten better looking with age? Yeah, you well, went from I'll Louis Scola, an athlete, to like this guy who's like a borderline sex symbol. The property brothers aren't sex symbols, although you're right. You know what? You're right. I am a sex symbol. So I guess from that way, they are a sex symbol as well. Um, some people tell me I'm a tall Tom Cruise. I don't understand that. Um, are you yelling yeah. about Scientology all the time? <laughs> I, uh, so I went to a gas station to buy, I believe, probably some Tostitos and some chunky mild salsa. And uh, the gas station guy goes, you know, you look like Louis Scola. And I go, you know, he's ugly. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would consider him ugly? 
Luis Scola, yeah, that face ain't right. That face was all birthed wrong. It does seem longer than the normal face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's also like 6'10". Yeah, uh, yeah, it happens. So, Adam, back to my Rockets question, though. Do you want want James Harden to stay or not? Yes. Do you still like James Harden? No. I didn't like him that much in the first place. Oh, I I I, love James Harden so much. (laughs) I don't don't enjoy the way he plays because it's all like, hey, trick people into fouling you and always draw the foul. It slows down the game a lot. But I mean, it's great for your team. So don't get me wrong. I want him for that reason. But I've never been a big James Harden fan, per se. I think he's he one does of the have greatest great attitudes we've ever had in basketball. The what? He does have great attitudes with strip clubs. <laughs> yeah, he does. That's why he loves Houston. But no, he, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the beating he takes in the game, the way he can move his body to do all that stuff, that guy is. Now, does he need to f- figure out how to finish fourth quarters? Yeah. Is yes. the judgment on him on like not finishing games overrated? Entirely mm. overrated, I think. Yeah. He yeah, sucks in the playoffs. Well, he sucks in the playoffs because they put three guys on him and nobody else in the team can do anything. Russell Westbrook yeah. was wide open for the entire Lakers series. He just can't yeah. shoot. <laughs> and he wasn't yeah, even driving. I, I, he, just sta- he just tried to shoot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Russell Westbrook also I've always disliked and that was a bad trade and but the thing is if if you're following Houston um the Rockets like news is James Harden basically caused all of these trades. Yeah, he got rid yeah of, that is. He true. got rid of Dw- Dwight Howard, he got rid of uh who was it to get um Chris Paul got rid of the, Chris Paul to get uh, But the Westbrook. Chris Paul thing would the Chris Paul thing would have worked if Chris yeah. Paul wasn't so fragile and didn't get hurt. Right. Right. Yeah, but then the, the next year, like him and Harden beefed. Like basically, Chris yeah. Paul held him accountable. Harden doesn't want that. He's like, get, get him out of here. But so everyone he says that. Like everyone says, like these these guys, uh, these Chris Paul and Westbrook, they're holding him accountable. Like Harden's a problem. I'm like, you guys suck in the playoffs too. What are you all of a sudden blaming Harden? <laughs> Where are you coming from, Chris Paul? Chris Paul, you lost a game. You're up by 30 points, and Harden was on the bench. To the Rockets team. Like, what are you talking about? You are a finisher. Russell Westbrook, he cost the Thunder. Uh, I just, that's what always pisses me off. Like, those are the best players that Rockets could get that year. And it's amazing they're able to get them. Um, Mm -hmm. And right now, I love Christian Wood. I love John Wall. I'm a big fan of the team we got. I don't know about Boogie yet. We'll see. I I hope he turns done. He's done. (laughs) He He looks so slow. So insanely slow. Like, I, yeah, he doesn't pass the eye test. He's obviously well, not he getting did the minutes. just have COVID or something, right? Then he isn't that what happened? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, they test him and Wall both tested uh, clean, and they are oh, around. Okay. Um, what's his name? Junior, um, Kenya Martin Jr., who had it, and he's just now becoming available. So they were around him, so they had to quarantine, even though they tested negative. Gotcha, so no, gotcha. he looked like he looked like shit in the preseason too. My coworker uh, was all like, "Oh, he's gonna be great." I'm like, "Have you watched him? He doesn't looks like a <laughs> shell of his former self. He's done." Yeah, I, but I will say that Christian Wood guy, that guy is gonna be uh, a regular All Star. I don't think he'll ever be like an MVP or anything, but he does right. everything. He does everything really yeah. well. I think too. Yeah, I was a little down on that because I had no idea who that guy was. Whenever we got rid of uh, Covington for him, I was like, "Who'd we give up?" And I was like, "At least he's a center or powerful yeah. center." <laughs> 
And that's what we needed the most. And then I really like Covington. Like, oh. That was a tough loss. If we could have had Covington and Christian Wood, that would have been very nice. But yeah, I that get it. Awesome, I had to yeah. get rid of one of them. Yeah. Plus PJ's great defense, a D and three kind of guy. I think and that once we get Texas, healthy, baby, hook them Hearns. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. So I think college, we, I think we gotta, do the we're research. Better. Jesus. <laughs> you went, you went, you went to college. <laughs> yeah. I'm an engineer. <laughs> Look at this yeah. painting. You know what's that cost me? Too much. <laughs> it's a big painting. When I bought it, I realized oh, it was that you're, big. Th- that's your house? I thought you were in like a hotel lobby. Oh, Mark. No, that's that's actually... For the people listening at home, Mark made that, that comment on a, a painting comic. that's way too nice. It's about ships. <laughs> it's a ship painting from 1915 New York when they had ships. No, they don't have any ships anymore. <laughs> No. <laughs> Ever yeah. since COVID, the ships have been destroyed. <laughs> but you went, to, you went to UT? I went to UT. I graduated this January 22nd, Joe Bates. Joe Bates. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, I graduated UT. I went to UT for civil engineering. And that, How I do you feel about like, Joe Bates? Oh, or not Joe Bates. Oh, um, Tom Herman getting cut. Uh, coach. here's a dude. I, I, I love to talk about sports. I haven't been able to talk about sports on any of these goddamn podcasts. Uh, I hate college football so much. Really? I hate it. I just posted recently the teams that have been in the college football playoffs. So every year they've had it in Clemson and Alabama and everyone, but one, uh, then it's Ohio, Ohio state, state, OU, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, the fraud of a team that Notre Dame is God doesn't exist. Uh, so <laughs> Ohio State got in this year. I mean, that being said, they dominated, but they only have like seven games, like half the games every other team's played. Of course, they're going to kick ass. They're as healthy as they can possibly be. Like, how does that happen? They play half the schedule. And, and they, they want to delay the game for COVID reasons. Right now, they're talking about moving that game because they have some COVID issues. So here, what's crazy college football is like halfway through the season, there were like three Big Ten teams in the top twenty-five at zero and zero. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and I was like, "What are we doing? This is yeah. all nonsense." And then the bowl games suck; they're pointless. And here's my fix for college football. Here's how you fix it. And my God, when I tell you, Adam and Mark, you're gonna nod your head and say, "God damn it, Joe, you have it fixed." You take all of D one and you split it into a bunch of twelve-team leagues a bunch of 12 team leagues ladder system like soccer in Europe and then at the Hell end yeah. of the season the top two teams play each other for the championship bottom two teams play to see who stays in that or gets relegated then the next division down you play up you play down because you're not going to get the players you already don't no. get the players they're already going right. all to Alabama and Clemson and Ohio State so just be obvious about it and have like schools try to make their way up or that's the one option. It's a good option. Or you just make it a semi-pro league like minor league baseball. You pay them all. You have a draft just like you have for minor league baseball. You get rid of this freaking charade that they're getting an education because they're not. And then you just let them get paid at a way less amount for the first couple of years than what they would at, if going to the NFL. But you also get to see if they're worth a damn before you have to pay NFL money. But our college is making any. Our college is making any money off that plan. 
Well, fuck the colleges. I don't give a well, shit about I, the colleges. I'm trying to give you a reasonable you think solution that, here. You think, <laughs> but do you think if like a, some billionaire went and made a minor league where you can get you right out of high school hmm. league? Have they done any of these other leagues before? <laughs> they do in, in baseball. It exists in basketball. In basketball doesn't exist yet, but you can go overseas. Well, they had the G League, the G League they started, and then it was in the D League or whatever. But yeah, those didn't really work well. Oh, they're still up and running. So it's the G League now, which is the Gatorade League. But you can't go straight from high school to the G League. You have to go to one year of college or overseas, which is horse shit. It's basically a deal between the NBA and college sports to say, yeah, we'll we'll force them to go there for a year so that we keep that uh, business afloat. It's fucking criminal. I can talk about uh, college sports and how <laughs> fucked up it is. So we agree college football is nonsense and it shouldn't exist. It is. College yeah. football is ridiculous. And I actually am a huge proponent of relegation in every sport. I think it's a fantastic system. Promotion and relegation, it motivates everybody to try harder. And teams that don't try, then they just suck and they don't make any money. It's, yeah. You get punished for sucking. It's I yeah. love that idea. I wish a sport that was interesting would do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I only care about the World Cup. Do it. I would I would love to see baseball do that. And every sport needs Ooh, to have the triple A teams. Cap. You kinda already have it yeah. set up to do that. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball is probably the American sport that's closest to be ready to do something like that. that Alan, would, yeah, college football, college football set to do it already. You make all the bowl games, all those relegation games. Yeah. Promotion games. Yeah. And I think that would just be, I mean, we could get rid of the shit that is the New York jets and get somebody <laughs> better in there. Uh, no, I, I don't want to. So that when you get to the pro leagues, that's a little bit different. I think you kind of have to keep it the way it is in the pro leagues, just because there's, this kind of history where college football, there's a history, but like the BCS wasn't even that old. Like it's still, you're allowed to keep changing it. The other idea for college football is everyone plays two regular season games and then you just do March madness. You have to go undefeated. If you want to win the national championship, I guarantee I would put, put my life savings in next year. If, if Alabama loses a, a game, they're still getting in the playoffs if they don't lose another game. It's bullshit. Same with Ohio State. Those two teams, if even if they lose a game, they're going to get in above somebody who's undefeated with a lesser team. It, yeah, it's ridiculous. The big, the big 12 is like no way of getting in unless you go undefeated, it feels like. Yeah. And right. then you got this fucking Notre Dame team that just rolls over the Clemson and still gets in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got A uh, and M got screwed big time. But they that's fine because that's A and M. No, he's a UT <laughs> alum. I can see how you could think yeah, that. Yeah. But uh, it was pretty shitty. But either that or just have the, the power was it power four or power five conferences and just have them play guarantee the winner guarantee the winner of the, whatever win that wins that gets in and then have a. a Two wild cards that can get in. What? So outside noted is what? What conference is Washington in? Is that Pac twelve? Twelve. Yeah, Pac twelve. So that's the only I think non Big Five. I guess Pac twelve is part of the Big Five. Yeah. So it's Pac twelve. So, yeah. That was the only uh, one Big of the Coastal players that wasn't like 12. Big Ten, Big Twelve, SEC, SEC. ACC, and Notre Dame. 
Which Notre Dame, where do they get off not having to, to, to pick? You got to give 10% of your money you earn to Notre Dame. It's a tie. Fuck Notre Dame. It's like some Catholic shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about, yeah, it's broken. Completely broken. So you, do you support UT football or you watch the games or you? No, I, 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 I don't care. I personally, the only team I really cheer for is West Virginia Mountaineers because I was born in West Virginia and I have no way of cheering for anything from that state professionally. <laughs> so I just yeah. cheer for the Mountaineers all the time. I, every, every March Madness WVU, I have my bracket winning at all. Every every time. <laughs> that was my that was the height of my Facebook meme career was last year. I just put a, a blank uh bracket. I said I finally gonna get it perfect. And it was an empty bracket because they canceled it last year. Oh, good one. That's a good one. Yeah, it was, uh, Adam, it was pretty prize. Yeah. Damn near snapped my wrist, clapped myself. How many back. Sh- how many shares did you get? Uh it's, I had to go look it up, but it was a decent amount. Something like look zero it up. one. <laughs> look it up. I remember seeing that and I was like, oh, okay, it's an Adam joke. <laughs> that's clever. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a mine joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I like it. I, I'm just joking. You don't have to look it up, Adam. You know, Adam has yeah. left the mic, guys. He went downstairs yeah. to go pull up his printouts. Uh, <laughs> I have it framed, actually. Yeah. Um, I've printed um, out and framed a screenshot of my Facebook. <laughs> God, I hope your fucking album fucking bombs up. <laughs> oh, uh, what are you referencing? Oh, my album coming out January twenty yeah. second is yeah. going to be for sale on iTunes, Amazon. You know, <laughs> Joe Bates, Joe Bates, Joe Bates, Joe Bates. What's it called again? Joe Bates, Joe Bates, Joe Bates, which is my name by Joe Bates, which is also my name. Um, <laughs> it's a very self titled album. Do you keep up very. with any people from the Houston scene? Um. Yeah, I mean the secret group people. I'm friends with the people there. Uh, I keep up with Torian every now and then. Face we kind of Facebook each other here and there. Um, but people I started with, it's tough. You know, a lot of people quit. You know, mm-hmm. um, just stop doing it. So, and I think w- in regards to a couple of my friends, when they quit, they kind of cut ties to comedy altogether. So they don't have to come back or ever feel a need to come back, which is like, I get it, man. This is a stupid thing that we're doing and it's soul sucking and you guys should quit. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. And you know, I know Rob Bungle the- quit for a while, but he's back. That's good. I like him. I don't mind Rob mm-hmm. too much. Um, I once got, what was, Oh man, what is the in midtown? There's a bar that's like it's like a chameleon or a salamander or it's like lizard something you know what i'm talking about it's like named after a lizard i know what you're talking about i just don't remember the name yeah they used to do me and torian used to do bear fights there which was like all the alcohol in the world and then a shot of alcohol inside that you do it and we did two of those <laughs> and i that was a bad night and then rob mungle was there and i was like ah, rob, ah! he's like who are you um <laughs> Joe Bates, Joe Bates, Joe Bates. Yeah. By Joe Bates. Hi, Joe Bates. Uh <laughs> January twenty second. January twenty second. <laughs> Pre-sale link comes out this Friday, January eighth. Um but yeah, no, he, he's a good guy. There was a time the first time I ever had a good set, like a really good set, was at Sherlock's and it was packed and everybody was bombing. Everybody was eating shit. Just 
Ooh, uh, I had just got knocked out of Houston's funniest contest. I was tired of doing the jokes that I had, and everybody's eating shit. Uh, like John Wesley went up and like tried his best stuff and he ate shit. The crowd was just rowdy and evil. It was an evil crowd. <laughs> and uh, what did I, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I, I went on stage and I was wearing like a tie and I go, you guys know how I know Jesus is gay. <laughs> And the crowd just stops like what <laughs> and i go because i nailed him to the cross his wrist went limp uh, uh. <laughs> it's a stupid joke and I, I you know it's an open micer early joke but they liked it and then i just started doing jokes and some guy tried to heckle me and then i lost it like i lost my mind and i just started ripping <laughs> into the crowd and going like some guy says like are you australian you're a land of criminals fuck you who's this guy fuck you and the crowd was like this is great this is all we ever wanted <laughs> somebody going fucking insane and i got done and i was just like I don't know if you guys have ever done good in comedy, but when you have a really good stand-up <laughs> set, you just are like your your body is shaking, and you're like, "This is the feeling. Like this is I've done it. Like this is the feeling we're all looking for." And I'm just shaking, and I'm kind of back and forth. People give me pats in the back, and I was out in the porch uh, of Sherlock's, and Rob Mung goes, "You need to relax. All right, you <laughs> you had one good set." <laughs> And of all people to tell you you need to relax yeah be, that's ironic it's like really he had one good set but at the time at sherlock's if you were a pro you got seven minutes if you were just a nobody like me you got four minutes so he tells me that and i put my hand on his shoulder i go i get it you get seven minutes i fucking get it just like a maniac person i was just gone <laughs> I hear a lot of good things about Sherlock's. Did it, was it still a comedy club when all that shooting went down? Uh, not a comedy no, club, but they did comedy no, there. It was, a, it was a bar that had that Monday yeah. night comedy night, but that's that shooting is when it went away. And then uh, me and Kevin are like, hey, this is a perfect opportunity to start our Monday night show, uh, Rudyard's. <laughs> yeah, Rudyard's. <laughs> Literally, when Sherlock died, a- Rudyard started right after it. Yeah, Rudyard's is actually finally um, starting to do a lot of comedy shows. So you used to just do the 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 Monday mic and every once in a while when somebody wanted to shoot something there, they would do yeah. it there. But now they're doing the Monday night, uh, like several shows on Friday, several shows on Saturdays. Because all their, I guess, music or whatever they used to use that room for is kind of dried up. So comedy, it's, it's easy to distance people. Yeah, so there's been filths there now because secret groups closed. What um, was the place uh, just north of Washington that was a music venue that closed? Um, the owner said the N word. Uh, it was right near the po boy, right near the po boy place. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, just North of Washington. It's right near, it's right near the Halloween, the big Halloween store off I 10. I know exactly where the the Halloween store is off I 10. Yeah. It used to, it was a, it was a place. The venue had like a downstairs, small venue. And then upstairs, this huge room. Uh, we've done it. We oh. did a show. Oh, I know exactly. Are you, are you sure it's not off of? Um, it might. Uh, I might be wrong on where it exactly is. Close to PJs. It, yeah, the North. That's a po' boy place, right? It's like a all, all night New Orleans style food restaurant. Oh no, yeah, I don't know where you're, where this place oh, okay. is. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll find it someday. 
Yeah. But we used to do an open mic there that was like bands get three songs and then comics get 10 minutes. So oh would, my God. And it would alternate. And let me tell you, that was so, that's where me and Torian met was this place. And we were just making fun of everybody, which in turn, I, I, I'm going to tie everything together real quick. Maxwell Robo the dirtiest robot comic in North America, was created from me and Torian. <laughs> nice. Because we made a character there watching all these shitty comics and these shitty bands called NBC Talent Scout Robot. <laughs> who was just talking about what people they want to book for NBC but in a robot and like, I can see that person next to Chelsea Handler. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just that. And we were just basically just talking about Chelsea Handler, Whitney Cummings had to be involved in every show idea. That <laughs> otherwise we would not accept the show. And then we used that character, uh, on what we do radio. And then I ended up taking a version of that character to make him Maxwell Robots, the dirtiest robot comic in North America. So I totally forgot about that until I just, just now remember that's a weird way to get it. But yeah, Torian was there when that character was, uh, uh, created. Makes sense. What we do radio. That's the podcast. I don't know. That everyone name. that listens to this, should go look up right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Name. There's no way in that. Binge one. it all before January 22nd. <laughs> Binge January 22nd. Uh, yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> I gotta How long did that thing run? Mm, we probably did like 30 episodes the first time and then like six to eight episodes the second time. The second time I was editing it and I didn't care, so I kept like. We would mention anytime we mentioned the song in it, I would take a snippet of the song and just randomly play it throughout <laughs> the, the thing. Anytime we we're talking, we just stop talking. You would just hear the X Men theme for like ten seconds, and then it'll go back to us talking. <laughs> yeah, I thought is that was. Are you allowed to do that? Is it like something like not copyright? I don't know. My first pod, the first podcast I did myself, "Rank You Very Much." I used to play a song at the end of it that related to whatever theme I was talking about. Uh, so hopefully, I don't know, maybe I'll get arrested. Is this what happened in California? They had to skip town. I told you it was, it was, it was counterfeiting. (laughs) 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 Just a lot of counterfeiting. Um, it was all coins. I was counterfeiting coins. (laughs) A lot of smelting work. Yeah. A lot of smelting work and they looked horrible. (laughs) <laughs> was your face on it or whose face did you go with I would, I'm not a president yet <laughs> uh, but no I um but uh ding ding doom so there was a podcast I'm a podcasting I did do a podcast recently my buddy we released uh, my two friends we released last year and the whole season one is out it's nine episodes it's called entertainment federation wrestling and what it is is like an episodic serial of a fake wrestling promotion where we're the announcers so -hmm. if you're listening to it it's like you're watching like monday night raw or something but for this fake thing that we made we have like mat noises we made entrance music for every wrestler we (laughs) holy shit (laughs) we do all the voices for everything it's honestly like it's like i'm so proud of this thing uh which is on youtube spotify itunes uh but we have like once for instance we have a tag team it's a father-son tag team but the dad never shows up 
<laughs> that's genius. So that's like a storyline throughout the whole season of this dad not showing up and everything. But yeah, I it's I think it's like the it. I have to promote on every podcast because it's like literally one of the most proud things I am <laughs> of anything. And what's it called? Entertainment Federation Wrestling. We just took. Are all gonna keep endings. doing it? Uh, we're planning on. Well, COVID hit. Otherwise, I'm hoping uh-huh. we can get season two in the spring before I move. Uh, done because we already kind of have it mapped out of what we want to do and everything. But we've got uh, different matches planned out. I think Adam's going to listen to it. Maybe Mark needs a little bit more taste. Uh, no, I don't want to give that no, joke I'll away. I uh, that's a good joke. No, this so I give you I, I give you the joke that's the good joke. But there's some other jokes you know that are pretty good. <laughs> we've got a guy who really wanted to be a referee. But he's just good at wrestling, so he's just wrestling, and he's pissed because he wants the ref. It's me, <laughs> and it's just you and one other guy. Uh, me and two other guys, because one guy's the main like play-by-play, and then two mm-hmm. color commentators, the heel one and the face one. I'm the heel one. Happy Wilson. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you turn. That's until I turn. Turn no, baby no, face. <laughs> it's one of those. <laughs> the best part is like so i'm the i'm the face announcer and then machismo harris is the heel announcer but all i do is look up the machismo the entire time like he's like the greatest guy in the world to me. <laughs> <laughs> so i just agree with him constantly <laughs> yeah there are two guys here in houston now that definitely weren't around whenever you were around here um that had give off the biggest wrestler energy i've ever known and they'll like every once in a while they'll cut Patrick Eady would cut these promos where he just, just he sent them to like his buddies. Like he would, he shouldn't really do it for his shows because he's gotten to get booked a lot more. To where he just like, it's an old school wrestling promo where he's got it angled down the camera. And he's just like yelling at somebody, and it was hilarious. It's like if you ever need somebody to do an extra voice, hit that dude up. He, right. he, he would not be disappointed. We also but got a guy. Have, we also got a guy on it. His name is Perry Osmond. Good guy, great bod. Uh, mm. And he says he stands for five things, which are, this is the character. And he goes, I, he, he, goes I, he stands for family, nothing more American than apple pie, stay in school, kids don't do drugs, and uh, he doesn't support the troops, and he doesn't support gay marriage. <laughs> 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 so the crowd just instantly boos him because <laughs> I'm definitely checking this out. Yeah. <laughs> Entertainment Federation Wrestling. I already got the Facebook up. I'll be watching. Oh, perfect, it after this. man. Oh, I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah. Message me, let me know anything of the first episode. It's so such a goofy, goofy show. <laughs> it's all on the farm network. <laughs> the farm, farm? <laughs> yeah the farm, farm network because that's the only that's the only channel that would air our wrestling show <laughs> 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 so we've got like commercials in it too and everything it's so stupid it's so so stupid so we've talked about wrestling a handful of times obviously you did a little skit about wrestling um, thanks my little skits like, so this thanksgiving <laughs> wait, wait, yeah. do you do you consider yourself or were you when you were younger a wrestling fan oh i still am man I, i'm still watching and stuff i ha- i can't watch it all but i'm still watching wwe i kind of want to watch AEW, but it's just too there's a certain amount of wrestling time you can watch in a week before you really have to think about what you're doing 
<laughs> Do you have a favorite wrestler of all time? Uh, well, Undertaker's got to be it. Although the last couple of years of him still being around has been like, now he's like, hey, I'm just a regular guy now. I'm Mark Calloway. It's like, dude, no, fuck this. You should have died. Why did you not <laughs> yeah. die young? Uh, <laughs> God, this is horrible. He, this finally, is like lost, he finally lost in uh, WrestleMania, right? Yeah, Brock Lesnar. Well, I was watching that with my dad, and my dad goes, what the fuck is this? Uh, <laughs> and they go, well, the Undertaker never lost at WrestleMania. He goes, Joe, this is the stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> okay, you know, he dad. can leave the room. Yeah, well, it was his house. Um, so I, he owns the room. Uh, just kind of like how I'm owning the room in this podcast. Folks, I am oh. killing it right now, chewing the scenery. Um, but I... <laughs> But there's other wrestlers that I like, like, like Bray Wyatt right now is very good as the Fiend, which is like a Pee Wee Herman character. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, anyways, who had the, who yeah. had the best walk-up music? Ooh, I gotta say the Fiend right now is pretty, pretty tasty. Uh, Io Shirai was good. Bobby Roode, Glorious was great. But, you know, Real American for Hulk Hogan is always fun. Break the Walls Down for Chris Jericho is nice. Um... Gotta go with the fiend now. I think it's my favorite. You know, it's it's You're it's a big a recent guy. Love the fiend, dude. It's such a weird character to be, and it's very successful, which I love. <laughs> what would your walk up music be? Uh, uh, ba 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 I'm loving it. <laughs> the sprint to the ring, apparently. <laughs> Yeah. You have to just come out from under the ring. <laughs> but if I ever turn heel, it'll, it'll turn. This will be the walk up music. I'm hating it. <laughs> yeah, you can't dude. do jokes like that on here. <laughs> I'm not going to get booked on this podcast again. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, my God. Mark, do you have a favorite wrestler of all time? No, I don't. I feel like we could do it easily. Could do an episode on on wrestling at some point. I don't think you could. He doesn't even have a favorite wrestler of all time. It's like you don't didn't even listen to watch him. wrestling. I never watched wrestling. No, I never watched it. Never got into it. My cousin's huge into it. He always tried to get me into it with them. And like we would play like the video games on Xbox and PlayStation and stuff. But I never really got into it. Look, if I had to do a whole episode about new metal and then a whole nother episode about deftones <laughs> you can do a fucking wrestling episode i can do it i never said i couldn't do it i new didn't say metal. i wouldn't do it Gross. new metal but yeah they put me through two episodes where i had to listen to new yeah. metal bands you know what my favorite metal band of all time is i don't listen to what? a lot of metal is amo and amarth the, the viking they do viking death metal I have not heard that. I'm sure Dan has, but I need to listen yeah. to this. Yeah. A-M-O-N-A-M-A-R-T-H. I'll check that out. That wasn't too bad. And I'm not a huge fan of metal music, but I like that. I'm not a fan of metal music at all. I'm with you, but this was... I I did this thing where I asked people to give me a band that I would listen to every album they have on Spotify. Mm-hmm. their entire discography and that was one they recommended to me and i was pissed but then i was listening i was like this is pretty good <laughs> doing my work what kind, of, music. what kind of music do you like uh i'm kind of you know uh i don't want to sound unique but i like all music um <laughs> <laughs> i uh my favorite band is they might be giants is my favorite band of all time okay so kind of quirky 
Yeah, yeah, a little, a little different and, and, and fun. But I also like Billy Holiday. That's number two. <laughs> <laughs> well, me, hey, I honestly think it is was... number two. I love Billy Holiday. I was just on a Nora yeah. Jones album recently. Man, she's man, she nailed it. She was great. How do you feel about Billie Eilish? I don't know. I gotta listen to that album because I heard like a third. I hear I I only knew the one song, and then I heard a couple other songs. And I was like, these aren't bad. These are actually pretty decent songs. So I might need to check that album out. Finally, I get nervous about I get nervous about new music because I'm old. <laughs> and then I don't want to. You listen to death metal from from where again? And you're talking about you don't get into new music. Scandinavian Viking death metal. Yeah, but yeah. it's not like it was made last year. It just existed for a while, and I just never heard of it. <laughs> and Spoon, I like the band Spoon. Spoon. Oh, oh yeah, I've heard Spoon. Yeah. You listen to band Pond? No, Pond's good. Pond's really good. Texas band, Texas band, I like Toadies. Big fan of Toadies. Oh, yeah. I was back in the day. They did Crawfish Festival. Really? I saw them at a, do a concert, and they played every song on their first two albums except the one song I wanted to hear. So that was nice. Uh, <laughs> um, what was the one song you wanted to hear? Uh, Pressed Against the Sky. I think that's like a top five song for me of all time. Um, but they're good. Manchester Orchestra, Cage the Elephant. There's all these kind of Cage Vel- Yeah, if you like Cage the Elephant, you'll love Pond. So check them out. Yeah. Okay. And I don't cool. think they have a whole lot of albums. They're really, really good. That's nice. MGMT, I like the similar. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And then I like random punk. I just love just random ass punk. Like Dead Milkmen. Uh like all that stupid. I even like some no effects I listened to in high school, so I think I'm cool when I listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> And then and Ween, all but then I'm like, that I, music I, he picked, ba 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 ba, as his walkout <laughs> music. Ba da bum bum bum, I'm hating it. <laughs> Are you going with a, a particular theme as you're wrestling? Are you going to go a cowboy theme? You going like a Guido theme? You going? What are you going with? Well, I don't want. I'm not Italian. I don't know why you said Guido. That was weird. Um, <laughs> I. <laughs> Fucking, As you say, hey, fucking yeah. pushing an agenda here. Uh, <laughs> you think that the this. Someone asked me the other day if I had a gimmick for wrestling, and I was like, I don't, I never, I've never thought of that. Like, I've, I've thought of characters that I think would be great and all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know? We built a whole. We built a whole podcast off of one character. Me and my buddy were making fun of my friend if he was a wrestler, what he would be. And it's all based off just me me and him just making fun of the guy to his face. Then we made a whole podcast <laughs> off of it. Um, but me personally, I would love to be a guy who just talks, like just gets the audience to boo him. And then whoever the guy is supposed to be the good guy comes and just does their finisher on me and that's it i don't want to <laughs> wrestle i don't want to have a huge match or anything i just want to have everyone hate me and then i get thrown off like a table or whatever because <laughs> i don't mind getting it, hurt we, like we i'm fine getting happen. hurt you know my heart gets hurt every day with the way the government's been treating covid am i right <laughs> 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 that point was to you america um <laughs> But yeah, I was like, watching or not listening, not watching. He pointed directly into the camera, <laughs> with his index finger. Uh, my girlfriend, she, I asked her, and she came off right at the top of her head. Her gimmick was going to be she'd be like a pop singer, 
mm-hmm. who like everything is like super auto-tuned and then they would have a match where like if she loses she couldn't be auto-tuned anymore <laughs> <laughs> i was like that's that great would be a funny payoff that. i know yeah. i would love that so much oh so she clearly watches wrestling or at least has an understanding of what's going to work in wrestling it, sadly dating me for two years will make that happen <laughs> <laughs> she's just in it for the painting she's, yeah, she's just in it for the painting four hundred dollars um so i uh <laughs> <laughs> January 22nd. Uh, I need the money. Uh buy the album. I'm hoping it'll be a huge success and then I can quit my job with the tens of cents I make for each album sale. Uh <laughs> Yeah. So you got stuff on um Sirius. Do you get paid for that as well? Yeah, Sirius has been really good. Uh for instance, I did one 15-minute set. Sirius XM Radio took five of those tracks off this 15-minute set and I've made like $5,000 off oh, just wow. that in like 4 months. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ser- keep, XM Radio is where XM Radio is where you can make some good money. <laughs> yeah. huh. I, wonder, I had no idea. So Pandora yeah, you get paid Spotify, like you get paid not- like 20 bucks every time they play your track. Wow. That's not bad. That's awesome. I yeah. didn't even know like satellite. Why are we telling people there? to go to see, check out your, Oh wait, cause they have program directors who picked that out. Huh? Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was thinking with Spotify and all that stuff, people can go, maybe that's why it's more. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. they, they, they sent my album to Sirius and they picked up. So those five tracks I talked about earlier, that was our, all on the album. And then they picked up an additional mm-hmm. three tracks from the album to put on there. So, which nice. is nice. Yeah. It's not too bad. Guys going cool. places. So you had that you had that wrestler money on top of that. You oh yeah, a nice little uh, nest egg you're building up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And selling my house. Um, I, again, we thought that that was a hotel that you were staying in this whole time. <laughs> this couch was used, but I bought it was a floor model. It's not really used, but it's a floor model. Maybe it would save some money on that. Um. <laughs> You excited about going to New York? You gonna go crush it in New York? I was supposed to go to New York last year, but then as I don't know if you're aware, right? The yeah, yeah, global yeah. pandemic <laughs> um, hit this nation, and I think we were as prepared for it as we were going to be. Uh, yes. <laughs> you can hit up other Houstonians that are there, like Dale Cheeseman's there. Yeah, no, uh, I Bob know Bigger Staff. I know all those guys. I was just talking to Bob Bigger Staff the other day. We used to do. Uh, I was in a fantasy league with Bob Bigger Staff and Sean Rouse, and the year I won, afterwards Sean Rouse died. So uh, I killed Sean <laughs> Rouse. He did not like me. Uh, super funny guy though. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he was. <laughs> But uh, so, uh, Zaya just lost this this year in the fantasy league, which was good. He lost to Case uh, uh, and Nile. Do you know him? Yeah, he He's lost because Stefan Diggs him. scored three touchdowns and like had that huge game. That mm-hmm. so is Zach Dixon in great. that same fantasy group? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because when he, I think, I think it was he lost and he made him put up a. <laughs> Some like flattering thing about Mitch McConnell or something like that. It was hilarious. I was like, Zach could yeah. not have picked a better thing that was going to catch fire in the local scene. They do it every time. Zach always wins. Every time they make that bet, Zach always wins. We need to get Zach on uh, very soon. I was hitting him oh, up. Yeah. He came in town yeah. the other day. 
He's a good guy. Good guy. <laughs> a great guy. Yeah. Well, I don't know about so, great. Uh, Very funny podcast quick. too. Yeah, I, I like that podcast. It. I listened to a couple episodes of that. You should get on his podcast. It's, he's I'm a, trying he's really to, but he, he he wants to be more in person, not over the phone. So it's tough. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Um, what were you saying, Mark? I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, I was just gonna, I was just gonna wrap it up, and I was just saying, you know, wanted you to plug your thing one more time. Oh yeah, Did he plug um, it more than once. Uh, my, what am I? What am I supposed to plug? You were, uh, that's a show. Adam so, said you had a show coming up here in Houston. Yeah, soon? yeah some research. No, I will say this. I never remember anything. <laughs> and the fact that I have January 22nd singed into my brain, <laughs> it shows the power of repeating something. I, I, yeah, I'll dude. never forget. It's, it's also my it's birthday. It's locked in there. Uh, January 22nd, uh, my album comes out, Joe Bates, Joe Bates, Joe Bates by Joe Bates. I'm doing On Tour Records. The pre-sale link comes out January 8th, so you can buy it ahead of time. And if you buy it on iTunes, uh, that'd be preferred, so I can be number one on iTunes and have that credit that every comic I know has an album has that credit, but I want it too, because God damn it, I deserve it. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. If you're getting any of those dates, I'll have them up. Uh, so Twitter and Instagram is at Joe Bates comedy. Would love a follow. Uh, I mm. post pictures of my dog and I tweet, uh, weird things about stats and the government, uh, not combined. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> And you guys are not my entertainment federation wrestling. Adam's going to love the show and he's going to tweet about it. So it'll be good, good, yeah. good. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, thank you. I mean, Mark Pearson, Adam Radliff, I'll tell you, you guys were two people I talked to for almost two hours. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe, thank you very much for coming on. And I'll definitely check out your album, recommend it to everyone I know, and your, uh, your wrestling podcast, too. That sounds really interesting. That sounds right up my alley. Dude, I will definitely really watch is. the wrestling podcast. The production, the production value of that, the the production value of this podcast. It took like a year to make it. Like it took a long time to finally get it done. But now that it's done, we please <laughs> <laughs> indulge me. Uh, oh, but no, thank you so much, guys. This was a fun time. Good talk. Got to talk about sports, which I like. You know, me and Adam yeah. saw college football, and Mark. Mm-hmm. You know, you better rub her feet after this. Just give her a good. I mean, because they <laughs> use lotion because they look dry from over here. Um, <laughs> Uh, it, it'll be okay, I'm sure. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thank you, Joe. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. We had Torian on here, and all he did was shit on Adam for two hours. Yeah, a real piece of work. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I was it I an hour of shitting on Adam, and then an hour going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 